911, what's your emergency? In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. She was kidnapped when she was five years old. We legally murder human beings. On death certificates of prisoners executed by the state, the cause of death is listed as homicide. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Tales from Hot Mess Moms. It is a hot mess in yeah, we are kind of a hot mess today. It's been yeah. quite the what interesting just, day. What are you looking for? You I don't know. Oh. I was just trying to do so many things at once, and then you had already <laughs> hit record. <and> it's <laughs> fine. Yes. You are fine. We're fine. It's all fine, and we're here. <laughs> Everything's Chatting. Fine. Um, yeah, happiness. Um, a happy spooky season, bitches. Yes, we're here. I can't believe that it's almost that time and I have not gotten my child a costume. I haven't, we haven't done anything about pumpkins. Nothing. <coughs> we haven't carved them. We haven't set anything up. I figure up. we will carve pumpkins after next weekend. Yeah. I usually wait for, if there's that one paycheck before the Halloween, that's usually the paycheck that we do the pumpkins. <laughs> I also thought that I would be growing my own free motherfucking pumpkins that I wouldn't have to buy any pumpkins this Instead, year. Instead, she just has vines. I just have backyard. had a huge pumpkin vine in my backyard for over the last seven months. March, June, July, August. Holy fuck. Yeah. Over seven months. And what no have pumpkins. I gotten from it? Absolutely nothing. Fucking. <laughs> I would have been, I'd be more pissed if I actually planted it and was planning on doing it and it didn't work. It's, I can't be mad if it just magically happened and then it just didn't work. That's okay. It magically grew a vine and did not produce any pumpkins. It's fine. We'll figure it out. That's how gardening goes. Um, Miss April also, this, when this comes out, but recording day, I just went and got my medical card. Yeah. Now she's not illegally smoking pot. Now it still feels weird as fuck though. Cause Amanda's always like, why do you worry about like having a little or something on you or whatever, like traveling. And I'm like, bitch, I come back from the day when we used to get in a lot of trouble or like it was super illegal to be doing the things we were doing. Now I just forget that those laws have all changed. (laughs) And even if you're not medical, you still don't really get in trouble. You just get a fucking ticket these days, which I can't afford. But I laugh because I always still think it's like, oh, they're going to pull me over. They're going to impound my car. They're going to take me to jail. I'm going to get these charges. I'm going to get a DWI. Like, that's where my brain goes with all of that. I'm going to get possession. I'm going to get paraphernalia. (laughs) Damn. Because that's how it used to go. You could have just a little teeny tiny, your own little thing and a pipe, and they can know you for all of that at one time. I have never in my life been worried about the weed that I carry. Well, yeah, you've also been medical. But... I mean, even before that. Or, oh, it's probably because my history. I've gotten several DUIs and I've had weed with me. I've never <laughs> been in trouble. <coughs> I hardly ever get in trouble. Just, just kidding. Right into the Sometimes. It's fine. Um, okay. Anyways. Anywho. As else? you're listening, it's, well, as we're recording, yes. it is October. And this will be out in October. Yeah, it should be. So, with that as well. With that as uh, said, while we have said before, we are not necessarily for months that celebrate things well i don't think we've said it on this podcast or awareness it's i just, think we have talked about have it briefly to me preach then it's my thing it is domestic it violence awareness month. yes we feel that we should be aware of these things all the time and not just in october 
Yeah, but it, it be is like a, a good month design for right. It, it is a good time to jump on the bag wagon of reminding you and telling you and doing certain things, or you know, you're not alone. Yeah, and what it what it really can do, I guess, I guess what we can use it for is not not bringing awareness to domestic violence because duh, motherfuckers. But to teach people, but to teach people, yes, that there are some people that. I didn't think about it till I saw <laughs> my friend post the other day. She did a video. She was the old dim teacher at the yes. Saint City, and she does a lot of self defense. She herself has been in every situation: domestic violence, family, um, sexual thing. Like everything has kind of gone on in her world for that. So she's a really good teacher about all of this. But she did a whole post too that was like, you know, some people don't even know. They don't. They don't understand the warning signs right like they meet a person and they fall in love they think and it's a narcissistic and that's how they work and it's like at least if people can maybe start knowing what signs are or what what are the what Learn are some those of those red things. flags yeah darling. and you know it's all those people make jokes about people having red flags well listen there is actual people out there who are fucking horrendous who do have where it's personality traits this is their brain this is how their brain functions it's fucked up but this and and there are every single one of them have stuff that is all the same, like and the way they act, the way they do the things they do. So it is warning. Signs. Let's add on to this, though, too, that it these kinds of things can happen in any age. We're not just talking like young adults or, you know, older people. We're talking teenagers, too. There are teenagers yes. who, you know, show signs of that's not. Well, and domestic violence is literally domestic violence. This isn't meaning you have to be married or a partner. This can be brother on sister. Like this can yeah, be this family. Yeah, this can be your parents. It's just this domestic. Be... Usually it's like you're living with these persons or the house, you know, it's roommate. Like domestic It's not something violence, random yeah. that happens. Now, or... a lot of times all that we're hearing about, the consequences of it though, are seeming to be most of the time wives are being killed. Sometimes it isn't husband. Sometimes. For the most part, the statistics are very high in women in in relationships. Now, domestic violence can happen to anybody in any situations as long as it's a domestic situation. But a lot of the charges are coming, you know, when yes. a lot of what we see and what we think is is it between husbands and wives and people significant live these other lives. Yeah. Or... It can really be. Yeah, because I actually watched a 17-year-old. Somebody was filming him screaming and basically beating up his stepdad on film of course of course these kids are fucking recording this shit because that's how fucked up they are uh the parents anyways it was it it, it made me obviously want to throat punch this kid so hard but it also made me feel so bad because i'm like this stepdad can't do anything this kid's 17 he can't lay his hands on this kid no he was trying to just like protect himself in the bathroom was trying to get him out of the bathroom and this kid is just in his face saying fuck you he's poking him in his forehead he's, he's trying to antagonize he's trying him. to get him to do something so that he can get him in trouble and i wanted to be like that right there is that's domestic violence right there and it's it you would never people would probably never think that it would be some teenage kid that's causing that now that's a whole nother situation of law enforcement you know laws and what happened but, yes but yes our we want to bring attention to it more for all of it but because there's so much going on too about people being killed basically like a lot of like i said wives moms stuff like that you you need to be aware you need to watch for red flags you need to all the fucking things because i mean you don't want to live like that you really don't um I've been in situations where like the person my mom was with. So I've witnessed it as a child. Yeah. Like um, I myself have been in a bad relationship where, 
you know, I should have seen early warning signs, um, you know, telling me who I can and cannot be friends with. Yeah, they 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 get they um, distance you from your family. They'll distance you from friends. They do it so slow, though, you guys. And that's why I think it's the hardest for people to see because they think they're just being loved. Well, and, and you get to a point where you really have to like right? it takes like one instance where it really like wakes you up to like, and hey, wait, what the not. fuck is going on? Yeah, And some you literally <laughs> get to the point where you're being physically beat to pulps. And you're like, how did I but get here? Then you. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's a whole other thing. But there are definitely warning signs. You listen to all the people, all the survivors, everybody that's gotten out of it, people that are kind of in it or whatever. But and it, like I said, it's generally men. But there have been these in, circumstances of women being there's been did, the, the big cases of like. Did you ever hear the husband. about the lawyers in New York? No. So it was a husband and wife. OK. Um, they're both lawyers. Yeah. So they both know how to work the fucking system. Yeah. But he is fucking abusive as fuck she got to the point where he she was recording him and he did not care you know screaming mm-hmm. in her face well Klitscher she's got terminal fucking cancer oh is this she's the one where like, she records him she starts recording her? him treating her like garbage and she's literally fighting for her life knowing that she is terminal and he she is the kids going like to die and this is where she has to leave her children. So she started recording him so that hopefully, like, when she passes, like, I'm assuming it's so that somebody maybe in her family can step up and try and fight for custody of the kids. And they've got this whole arsenal of fucking is, videos. Is like, wh- she should be able to take that in and say, I'm dying of terminal cancer. I need a protective order against him. And then I need help from uh, like, like, like they would have state he, nurses. That's come what over kind of attorney her. he is. Is like a custody, but because attorney. he is, she's thinking that there's no way it'll work because he won't. He'll He's get away with, with law everything. enforcement, and no, True. it was like a thing. Like they yeah. were going I never back looked and forth in court. I saw those videos, and, and nothing was really happening in the courts. And that's when she started doing the videos. Now I don't know if something has happened since because I mean, I was going to say you haven't had a, seen a follow up. I, I haven't, and I feel like with what she put out she there, looks. there should be able to be someone who can step in and be like, "Hey, we're going to make this right." Yeah, well, because you should be getting help from the state. If you're terminally ill with cancer and you have kids at home, you should be having nurses being able to come over and, and help you at your home. You should be able to have assistance from this and this and this. Like, granted, I'm sure it's not that it's not that easy. I know it's not that easy. And I know it's all fucked. The whole system is so fucked up. But that's how it should go. It should go that you shouldn't, you, like, this abuser, this piece of shit, narcissistic piece of shit. Oh, yeah, they were terrible. To be, and but they all act the same like they all have the same traits you guys so listen narcissistics usually at first you meet them they are so sweet they are so sweet and so nice and they just seem to know not everything about you but they just seem to know everything that'll please you right it's usually showering you with gifts it's usually you know doing dish doing stuff at the house for you like they literally come in as a knight in shining armor the women do it too they women probably do it a little bit more sexually right like they they real people real men in that way but and then it takes like a year sometimes before like all of a sudden you've been in a fairy tale and then you get married and then two months into a marriage all of a sudden you're like why did he yell at me for that yep and then he's like oh you can't hang out with that friend anymore like you said like best friends or something like usually it takes a little bit longer and granted I get that that's why people are like well he wasn't. I, that's the most thing I always hear is they were not like this when they met them. No, they're I'm able not to. I'm saying there isn't nice people out there, 
but these guys that they also look back on that niceness and you it's it's a whole level of fake egotistical niceness and if they look back on it they go wait that's not a normal human being response no to be meeting somebody showering them with gifts doing this like that that there is some mental stuff going on you know Anyways, but that's a big sign. A lot or of love if they bombing. automatically do that and they, they love bomb you and then six months into it, they're like, you know, once they've met your friends and once they met your family, then they start trying to dictate what, what you, can you do. do and Usually who you can do they it wait until you're married because then they feel even more powerful and like I'm the husband, I have the say so. Or I'm the wife, I have the say so. But it can happen in just like regular relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, boy, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever. A lot of this is more statistically male and female. I'll tell you that too. Like I've noticed that I don't, you don't, maybe, maybe, maybe this is not reported I feel as like, much yeah, as Yeah, I feel like it's probably lesbians. not, I feel like it's probably but not reported as much just because. I'm sure, I mean, domestic violence happens always, you know, all over, but. In all I forms, the doesn't matter gender. The shown in our face is, is husband against wife, but it is, it is. But they, they do, they really do have these and, and they will it's what sucks is they will make you feel so amazing at first and then they make you feel like the you're a you're a piece of shit human being yeah you're garbage that doesn't deserve anything exactly and that's why you shouldn't hang out with these people and that's why you should only be friends with them and or they and don't they treat you right friend. they don't treat you good enough and then and then a lot of times what a physical thing will happen like one day they just go a little further and they were they're used to yelling at you and getting in your face maybe they'd shove a little bit but this time they decided to use a fist this time they threw something at you. And then they immediately go into, I'm so sorry. That is the biggest, da, 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 that da, is da. The biggest red flag. So it'd be probably hard to tell if somebody was like super, super sweet at first, you know, and was leading into that. Cause again, there's nice people out there. There really is. But as, oh, soon, as soon as somebody does something dirty to you, physically, verbally, mentally, well, even if it's a friend or something, if somebody, especially if they fucking put their hands on you and they cross and that line instantly go to, yep. I am so fucking sorry. I love you. I, I, I can't believe I do these things. It's instantly. That is the ultimate red flag. No normal loving human being will ever do that. That is a straight up narcissistic, egotistical. They have some sociopath problems too. They have like, or symptoms. Like they have, they get, they, that's, and that's usually what leads them to the point where all of a sudden they beat to death somebody or they strangle them or whatever. Like, and then that, that, that happens in the next turn sometimes. And sometimes it doesn't, that takes years. But yeah, I'm just saying if hopefully people can start seeing this more and more and be more aware to their, they don't even, they're not even, they are able to get out before they even get themselves in. Like maybe they go on a couple dates, maybe they do meet somebody, but they're like, this is too good. That's another thing I've heard from a lot of them. When they go back, they say this it, was, it was too, too good, good to, to be, be true. true at the beginning. Yep. Especially at the very beginning. Like, like he came in out of nowhere. That is not just, always the case though. Cause like, listen, but chance it, it, was too good to be true. He still is too good to be well, true. But we know he's on a, living a whole thing. different level though. Right. Right. We believe they're too good to be true, but let's not act like, like we, we also both have had a regular start to, or a, a normal relationship and starts to relationships and getting to know each other. And then, you know, eventually we have babies together and like, yes, we believe that, but I mean like too good, too good. Like, 
like you're at the lowest point in your life or something, or you're, you're, you're looking for love and you just want to be loved. It's usually that type too. I'm sorry to say, but it is, it's usually these type that we have, we, we've never even known love for ourselves. We've only seen these situations. Yep. A lot of people too will repeat. We're, we're generational cyclists. <laughs> that's what I say. We're trying to break these cycles. Yes, because, I currently am. Because April currently that's is. That's all you see. How do you know any different? So some people grow up in domestic violence situations. Yes. Like their parents hit each other. Sometimes it happen to the kids you usually wind up marrying or dating somebody that's going to do the same shit now it seems interesting that like i feel like boys usually grow up and the men you know it kind of seems like that the women usually get themselves in that situation but even women have the narcissistic i feel like they're more seductive and they're more like that at the beginning right like sweep them sweeping men off their feet in that form right they're just you would never think in a million years you could you would date somebody maybe that looked like them. Like usually too, that's a big thing I've noticed. Not everybody who's in domestic violence, but a lot of people will be like good looking people. And like I said, cause they're very narcissistic and egotistical. They're yeah, usually I looked, very, I pulled up the definition. Oh, did you? Okay. Yes. So the definition like of a narcissist like. is a person who has an excessive interest or admiration of themselves. They think the world revolves around them. Um, narcissistic personality disorder is a mental health condition in which people have an unreasonably high sense of their own importance. They need and seek too much attention and want people to admire them. People with this disorder may lack the ability to understand or care about the feelings of others. So that's narcissism, right? Narcissistic. Uh, that's, uh, a narcissistic person. Yeah. And so that's one of the characteristics. There are four D's of, of narcissism. Apparently yes. the four yes. D's of narcissism. Deny, dismiss, devalue, and divorce. Yeah. Yep. And by the way, you guys, I've learned that divorce, that word should probably look up the definition. I know we use divorce with marriages, but divorce, the word actually means, I think just like a separation of something or an ending, a termination, like, because I've heard other people use the word divorce now and using it in other ways. And it's not talking about a marriage. And I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense. The Maybe. definition of divorce, the legal dissolution of a marriage by a court or other competent body legally dissolves one marriage with someone separate or dis the exact meaning of divorce. What was that other one? Just separate. So it is separate all or dis disassociate something from something else. There you go. That so that's I've, I've heard we know some how to divorce an now. issue from an individual. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes it. So anyways, that's what that means. Because people are gonna go divorce. You mean everybody that's getting divorced? No. Divorce also means just that part. Like. So, but narcissism is also just one of the characteristics, usually of domestic, like usually of violent. <coughs> mentally ill whatever's going on people who commit these violent acts of crime usually there's like that's an art that's a characteristic some of them have a sociopath characteristic sometimes they have ocd sometimes they have these like it almost reminds me of psycho norman bates <laughs> wait is that no that's not the same Psy american psycho is was like christian bell played him yeah, but he's so good looking and he's a lawyer and he's this and he's charming and he's this. I mean, a lot of serial killers have a lot of the narcissistic that most of them are also domestic violence people. And, you know, and then they just those <coughs> ones, those ones, those ones we add in a many other characteristics too. you add in sociopath, you add in so psychopath. 
Oh my God, right? You add in, they're probably, you know, victims of all kinds of abuse. Um, You know, you look in their childhoods for the most part. So they have a whole bunch of things that add up to a point where they like, you know, kill a bunch of people. But yeah, the whole, here's the other thing. Humans, my thoughts. We're meant to run off of fucking love and love only, right? Love for ourselves, love for others, right? But when you take the human body, mind, soul that is full of emotions, full of you can feel everything. You can physically feel things. You can emotionally feel things. You can. Yes. And you make it to where it's fucking miserable. Okay. The world's always been in chaos. Every 20 years, there's a war or every 40 years. It's the same. Excuse me. It's every 80 years that it's like the same big thing that happens. And then there's 20, 20 year increments in between where. Yes, this has been happening. We've had ton, you know, there's how many, what do they call it? How many depressions? We've had a couple, I mean, maybe they've only called one of them the Great Depression, but like how many times have these certain things happened? A lot. Now, as the, as we get older and f- the future comes, it's just more extreme, right? In 2023, not only did we just go through a viral, a virus outbreak pandemic, so they claim, right? Worldwide it, pandemic. It was. I mean, it did, it was a virus that was, anyways. You also have the most horrendous natural disasters been happening over the last five years. It just keeps getting, fu- and now it's accelerating. It, within one year, as of last year, we're have to- we're having almost totally different weather, in a sense, right? Like places that have never had tornadoes are getting them. Places that don't do hurt, all of a sudden, in just the last couple years, are now getting them. So it's accelerating. So I'm just saying, like, all of that put onto a human being is a lot and it's really hard to break that cycle because then those people just have kids and those people just have kids and it's a never ending story with the outside world. And so it's really sad because most of them just go to that, right? Like, I don't know. Some people are born with it, I think, but a lot of it in my brain is nurturing. Like, I think a lot of it is yes, our bodies and this and that. And I keep, that keeps going out (laughs) and you know, but that's why the I mean, when you have a pandemic that locks everybody down and there's all of a sudden this worldwide like I don't even want to see the statistics. I don't even know because COVID. even if you look in like the Spanish flu, which was like 19 this and this, I think there was some form of lockdowns maybe. But I think, you know, and I know they wore masks and some shit like they did random shit. But this was like a worldwide people were locked down for like a year. Right. Some people were on cruise ships for four to five, six months. They lived a half a year on a fucking cruise ship because they couldn't come into port. Like, anyways, all Could I'm you, saying I is I want to know how those how people. The violence is I want to know the how those people. Like <laughs> something in her head. Their basic everyday lives. Like, do you call your electric company and be like, please don't shut off my power. That's, I well, physically cannot get to work no, because I'm that, contained on a fucking cruise that's ship. Why this whole and thing, my babysitter is at home with my children. That's why this whole thing is like that pe- people can't comprehend the level that this whole thing created. Where it went from a two-weeker to a three-yearer. Yeah, you went on a seven-day cruise and didn't come home for eight weeks, you know, like... Longer than that, some of them. Like, I, that's why I think people don't even realize how extreme it was. But all I'm saying is, you know, we all, I think, these days prepare for apocalypse. But like we said the other day, we're yeah. living in it. 
this we're this, already this there is pretty it's much just an not ap- what we expected this is just pretty much an apocalyptic state right where it's chaos and turmoil in most of the world now if some of us are spiritual and what i believe in is there's going to be some of us that are able to quote unquote it sounds stupid to uh, outsiders but raise your vibrations where you as a human being your frequency your vibrations that's what you're made out of all of this matter right water sound vibration is if you can raise that which means i'm more vodka sound vibration no i don't i'm just saying i'm just saying it's like you love people you show gratitude for your life you treat nature well like you just that's i mean that's what it's supposed to be about and unfortunately you have evil that takes over and then we're just in this turmoil chaotic state that i'm like this is why it's hard to get out of a violent state of being that's just what runs it right it's evil it's angry it's it everybody they're sad they're lonely and then violence comes from it and it's really sad because I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure like you said with the teenagers, I'm sure some of these husbands that have killed their wives and domestic violence, maybe the wives too, like you go back and look and you're like, oh, they've had anger issues since they were born or their daddy used to do the same thing to their mom, maybe didn't do it to them, but did it to the mom and they, to the outside world, they still lived a good life or whatever. That is that literally just teaches your child that behavior. Look at our your kids pick up the stupidest shit from you. Can you imagine if that was all they saw? That's just like some abuse. Oh, one hundred percent sexual abuse victims. If it starts at a very young age and it's just something that goes on forever, there there's unfortunately some cults that fucking that's their part of their uh, spirit. Their religious teachings is like they call like their children free rangers and stuff, and they literally let like their four year olds and stuff do sexual acts on each other like hell no like and they say that's because well they're experimenting and they're curious and we shouldn't let them it's the craziest shit to me so but i'm like you ask those kids when they grow up or kids that have gotten out of them you ask them and they're like we had no fucking clue that that wasn't how life is when you have like abusive oh parents, yeah no for sure like especially you grow up like and they go we didn't know that other families didn't live like that we didn't know which is which is that and that's where you know all the problems stem from like is that oh what you so don't get yelled deep. at and beat every day that's not normal yeah it's so deep on so many levels when it comes to all of it all of the all of the you know for me and again i'm this is nothing against alcohol but alcohol itself because the actual thing the actual liquid thing is technically not good for the human physical body and it does hurt your brain unfortunately it's another thing that has taken up like i'm just saying like there's just so much drug use alcoholism you have porn addiction is usually involved in all of that and then it comes the abuse in all shapes and sizes and you can pretty much ask or look into any whether it's domestic violence whether they did something to somebody else serial killers all this they will literally have those main things like they usually have some sort of drug alcohol addiction in their life or currently happening they will 99% of them have a porn addiction of some sort, like severe porn addiction that has also altered and nurtured, right? It's also a part of nurturing. If people, even as a teenager, if you start looking at this stuff and you're looking into this stuff to find ways to have new feelings and this and that, like you're going to get addicted to it, quote unquote, right? You're going to, you're going to search that out and you're going to seek that out. But then that's also the only thing, you know? Yep. Um, I have those arguments with, 
Jimmy sometimes when I'm like, listen, there's some people that can watch porn because they like it and it just, you know, every once in a while or maybe couples or people that are together doesn't mean couples, whatever. Some people maybe watch porn to, to do whatever, right? And it's harmless. Yes. But you can't say that like the, first of all, the porn that's out there, most of it is fucking stupid. It is, it is the complete opposite of what that life should be about. A lot of it. Right. Porn is not true to what sex is like. Yeah, like you don't have any like romantic. You don't even have like loving romantic porn. You don't even really. Anyways, I'm just saying the most of the stuff you can get your hands on is usually mind altering. It's a mind altering one. Like even though people don't think it, and I tell them that I said for most people, and it's usually men, it is really hard for them. They will have a lot of other life issues if they basically just start watching porn. Like it's almost like some people should just should not my personal opinion should just not not you know hopefully ever really get into that and like ever really experience it because it's just another one of those things but that's part of all of this like most of those most of those people they have sex addiction problems and they're doing that to their wives too that's that's like part of the domestic violence like they'll literally rape their wives because they'll physically hold them down and just because they're husband and wife and living a life together like it's still rape like it's crazy to me that that and that can be like in everyday life. It's really, it's so fucking sad. And I do hurt for those. And I wish that it was an easier, not question, but an easier conversation about like, what can be done more so that they have a way out? Not why didn't you leave? No, yeah, but, they need more resources the to get out. And the conversation that needs to happen is, what can the outside fucking world or this person who's in this situation? What can we do to help them accomplish that? Because, of course, that's the question that people ask on the outside. All, nobody that's been through it or even had anything to do with it. Your first thing is, why didn't you pack your bag? I've been, I've, I'm not saying I haven't had said this before. Why don't you pack your bags and walk out that fucking door? It's not as easy as you think. Right? Because, like, to me, I'm like, oh, if my husband all of a sudden started acting different or whatever, like, or for me, I'm like, his shit would be out on the fucking lawn torn up or something, right? We are different creatures. No, we are. But but like I've but been in this situation and I literally any, walked yeah. away and had no car. I'm like, I'm not in an abusive. I was living yeah. at his parents. Well, I'm like, I'm not in an abusive situation. And I don't not have anything to my name. I have a job. I have at least a little bit of money. Yeah, no, I, I had a, a job. Car. It was going to pay board but you're bills right. that were in Some his name. Some of these name. women have absolutely nothing by the time they realize things are so bad and that this is not okay. That it hasn't even led to full-blown physical yet, and they realize that they're in a bad situation. But then they're like, as a human being, you fe- you've been told you're a piece of shit. You no longer have anybody. You start realizing this is not where you want to be and that things could get much worse. But you've already but been what isolated. what the fuck do you do? Yeah. You know, I, I but I do wish more could know that do whatever, you know, I wish that I hope they start realizing more and more you need to try your best to do whatever but i know that happens a lot too like i know some will eventually go to their neighbors and event- like do something crazy right they'll just run out of their house one day and go over to their neighbors and they'll try and i know a lot that haven't been successful right and then they wind up back at home or something like that yep but i don't know but it definitely there's such a big conversation and anybody there's a lot of men that are in domestic violence situations that i don't think they i think they take I the think longest to realize i swear to god i think, I think that's no probably idea. one of the most underrated yeah. Underreported yeah. crimes yeah. out there is domestic violence situations against men. And yeah. it happens. It no doubt. And you know what? I bet you if you looked at the statistics, most of those women don't have 
an alcohol or drug problem. It's like women have well, a I whole bet you, uh, other well, way listen. of like having mental illness and I bet you, creating like hormonal, psychological, psychopathic tendencies. I'd be willing to bet a high percentage of female on male domestic violence situations aren't even being reported by the male, but it's being done by like a fucking neighbor or, you know, yeah. no, for sure. not from the victim themselves. Yeah. And we're really bad podcasters because we should have statistics. Like, I don't know. I guess we could look up real quick because I know the statistics are probably high for like what's like domestic violence, like homicide. I guess it would probably be per state, though. Well, they might have a national level or like a. Yeah. I don't it it's super high along with all the rest of the fucking super severely evil shit that's going on in this world. A lot more of it's coming to light. A lot more people. One in three women and one in four women. Okay. Experience so it's not some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. Physical violence. You guys, that's not even the mental emotional abuse. That's physical. One violence. in seven women and one in 25 men have reported being injured by an intimate partner. Um, when asked, uh, let's see, which group has the highest domestic violence rate? Domestic violence is an issue that impacts all communities. However, studies shown that black women are affected more than any other race or ethnicity. Um, the Institute of Women's Policy Research shows that around 31% of all women will experience some form of domestic violence. For black women, and this statistic is more than 40%, which is insane. Yeah. And, and again, you have... There are at least 16,800 homicides and and $2.2 million worth of medically treated injuries due to domestic violence annually. 16, so 16, roughly 16,000 nationwide. 16,000, so we'll just say 17,000 because it's 16,000. 17,000 people a year in the United States of America die from domestic violence. Yeah. Which, does that say what year that was put out? Because I know that the last year itself from 22 to 23, which you're not going to have statistics yet in life, right, is probably the highest things have ever been. Because during the pandemic in 2021, the murder rates went up 150 percent, like in L.A. and all these places. Right. Oklahoma has the highest, highest rate, rate of right domestic now. violence in the United or, or, States of, of domestic violence. Yeah. Yeah, and it's usually some places, too, that you're like, what? But I'm sure if you looked into, you guys, you look into the economy of where these places are. Are they poverty-ridden? <laughs> Is it The U.S. Rema- uh, ranks 10 o- tenth overall in domestic violence. In the, nation- in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know there's some other countries that are even more fucked up to their, like, women or to other... Anyways, yeah, but... Yeah, domestic violence can be it can be a roommate situation. Just so you guys know, like here's my thing: nobody in this world needs to be ever treated like <laughs> shit in any way, shape, or form. When it comes to that kind of stuff, you should never be. You should never have anybody who you know even calls you names, even if it's a friend, even if it's a brother, if it's a whatever. Like you shouldn't have people in your and you shouldn't have people in your life that do that because are you that kind of person too? That's what I want to try to remind people. Are you a kind, loving person? Then you only want that kind of shit and those kind of people in your fucking life. Well, and not just that, let's also, which is really hard. Let's also mention that abuse is abuse, whether it is physical or mental, it's abuse. There is emotional abuse. There is humiliation. There is criticism. There's control. There's shame. There's the accusing. There's blaming. There's denial, you know, 
um, neglect, isolation. They might not lay a hand on you for years. Yeah. But they are still abusing you by controlling you in certain ways. Like it is still abuse. It's still domestic violence. Whether or not, it's just, I get it. It's harder to deal with when a hand's not being laid on you. I mean, we know stories of like, even like when you were saying it it can be different ages. It can be elderly people that their grandkids or whoever is taking care of them is like, making them live in a horrible, awful living situation. Absolutely. Grandkids abusing grandparents. Neglecting them, stealing their money, that kind of stuff. It happens way more. And that's that's domestic violence. That literally... That's domestic violence. If that is actually a felony, it is uh, abuse of the elderly. It's a fucking form of domestic violence. Like, no human beings can treat other beings... Like garbage. It's not okay. It, no, it um, no. It can also happen in teenagers and it can start with, you know, you oh, know, yeah. you know, like I don't really want you talking to this friend because I don't really like him. I don't really care if you've been friends with them for years and it's never been like a romantic thing. I just, yeah, that is domestic violence. It is a form of abuse and it is not okay. Like, well, and those, if and your you partner has a problem from. If you're a with somebody you're hanging out with, that's okay. But they need to be also able to give you a valid reason for why they feel this way. And, well, I just don't like them is not a valid reason. Like, you know, they've got to have given you a reason why they don't like them. Well, you know, it's it's not okay. Yeah. And I'm, I just really hope a lot of people can start realizing that kind Who of you stuff. You can talk to, what apps you can use. You get like, into your situation, you know, that ends up being... Again, a lot of it in my eyes is the whole problem we have. We have a mental health crisis between either a us being <laughs> here's my here's my rant us being poisoned and by toxins and ke- and chemicals and all this shit and it like we did the lead we did the lead episode right. It's a real they didn't thing. get to hear the lead episode. We did oh, do wait, have an episode, fuck. guys. We did oh, an wait, episode fuck. where we talked about how lead poisoning has. It, they have huge statistics on how lead poisoning like, made, has affected people violent behavior. So, and that's why we had like that upspring and upkick of goddamn fucking serial killers in the 80s and 90s. And like, you know, is because of lead poisoning. You know, they were there exposed was, to it. There a was young a lot age. of other things. Yeah. But yeah, it was like a whole into- episode. We did a whole thing. Technical difficulties. OK, so we'll probably still do that one, but we'll just repeat it. Basically, there's all these environmental factors nurturing naturing coming into this world factors being a human but when the state of where you are as the human experience is in utter turmoil and chaos and wars and it's all it's mostly being created to promote violence it's really hard not to get out of it and i understand that and i understand that it's really hard these days to just not give up and just be like you know what Fuck me. I am a horrible person. I deserve everything I get in this life. And, you know, sometimes people lose their life even at that point. Like, it's it's really sad. There's a lot of there's a lot of mental illness, like I said, from all different shapes and sizes. Some, you know, a lot of us don't take care. Like, it could be as simple as we don't take care of ourselves. Right. We're, we don't we're not taught to exercise. We're not taught to be healthy. We're not taught to eat very healthy. Um, it's just not a thing. So there's there's all kinds of little factors. But people need to know that you're fucking loved. You are important. And there is help. Like you, you yourself, you are more important than any other human being on this planet. That's how it works. 
And people might be like, oh, that's so rude, your kids. Well, my child's life, also in his life, he is the most important thing in his life. Like, that's what I mean by that statement. You are the most important thing in your life. Exactly. And, you know, but it's it, it it's really hard coming from a person who's had mental health issues in life and who's had, uh, who's exp- uh, this comes all from a place of experience, people. Exactly. I have found the things like, that work for me, though, that help my mental health. But I have experience where I didn't feel like I was worth being loved. I didn't feel like I've ever known love, was able to be loved. And I just, I never got myself in a bad situation, which is awesome. But I was a horrible, basically an alcoholic for many years who slept around, who just did, like, if you look at how I treated myself, it was fucking awful. And I did end up treating other people in my life very angry, very hateful, and very awful. A lot of my situations. So it comes from a place where I, I, you know, I haven't been, I haven't been in an abuse place. See, and I'm, I'm, and I can come from that place. And I, I get it. It's hard. Yeah. And I walked away with a car that had like three car payments left on it. I had been making most of the car payments, but the car wasn't in my name. Did you spend the last four children? No. Okay. Did you take them with you? Uh, for the most part, yes. Like I was very set on a schedule when I left because I mean, my kids grew up in that house basically. Yeah. And I wasn't going to be the person that was going to rip them away from the only home they've ever had to sleep on a couch. Like I very much wanted to co-parent. Well, yeah. And it is very hard to co-parent with a difficult person. I forget that we led such different lives before we met. Like, well, before like you with Chance, me with Jimmy, like before our whole new lives that we've been leading. I always forget that like you were married. Oh, I was never married. Or you were. Oh, I was in a committed 10 year. That's what I mean. Sorry. I say that every goddamn time because (laughs) I just consider him that I just always think that that was the first thing. Right. But you were young in a relationship. Babies happened. And like I wasn't doing any of that at that age. Yeah, (laughs) Like um, we're we're really close in age. So it's like you forget I have a 16 year old. Well, it's crazy because I do have technically a 20 year old that's been in my life for 12 years, but yes, he's not my biological. And then when I think about that, I don't think about my friends having, I have another friend who her and my younger brother are only like two months apart. Mm -hmm. So I have a friend my age that has a almost 17 year old too. And, and that one, that's crazy to me that like, oh wait, yeah, she was having babies while I was, you know, we were still drinking and going to the bars, mm-hmm. but like I wasn't doing any of that stuff at that time. <gasps> that was just my water. We're okay. That's I thought fine. it was my protein shake and I was going to cry. But yeah, you, you've been in it and you've been in it. And let's be honest, even after that, and even over the last years of life, sometimes, not the last years, but at certain points since you've been done with that whole relationship, I still have to deal with it. You still have to deal with it and you still have to deal with the narcissistic, fucking gross ass piece of shit ad fucking personnel whatever they are i don't even know not an adult about things and that's yes they are children they are children who uh i don't know i don't sometimes i'm like i don't know what it would take like it's like do i don't think any sometimes i'm like just will it would any reality check like they could go to prison they could do this stuff and i don't i don't know like i don't think it would even click for them that like they are piece of shit people and they need to fix stuff like it's sad too. Cause I'm just like, that's just like a, such a waste of life. Like that whole human being and their whole existence in my eyes just turns out to be such a waste. Yep. And you know, I'm not going to go any further with that, but it is nope. a waste. Yep. And we're going to just leave that one right there. Cause I could go off and say something. No, 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 no. But you, I have, also you know how to be the it. bigger person. 
And regardless of any situation, I will keep what I have to say to myself. I will rant about it off record. Oh, no, no, no. I don't. I would never want you to do that. But no, you have been involved Um, in all these situations. And uh, that's, I mean, it's recorded with the courts. So there's no denying that. Like, there's court situations where I've been considered a victim of domestic violence. Did you have Um, a protective order ever? Yeah. It was violated so many times. It was a felony charge. Yeah. Yep. Because when you get a protective order against someone, if they violate it, it is a few misdemeanor charges. Once you get so many of those, they're like, hey, motherfucker, it's a felony charge. But then stupid things happen like they get busted with drugs and then they get everything wrapped up into a drug court. And now I'm no longer involved because drug court doesn't look at me as the victim anymore. Yeah, they're just trying to make them pay their money, do their time, and collect their money. They don't give a fuck what the actual crime was that was committed against other humans. Um, I forgot. It's probably been almost two years, though. We probably did do an episode. I think we've kind because of talked I about talked it. About, well, I talked about my friend who, you know, has two kids, you know, two different daddies. But, like, the second baby, she ended up with that dad who would climb up her balcony. And climb up onto the balcony window and would like have his penis out against the sliding glass door. Like did some crazy ass shit when she had a protective order against him. And I remember having to go with her to the courthouse to get that protective order. And the questions (laughs) and all the shit she had to go through just to be able to get it. And then that motherfucker still. Well, no, it wasn't too hard. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't want to make it seem like it was hard. But she went in. She had to do all these things. Though, and to protective protect orders almost always immediately granted for two weeks. Oh, she until got it that you day. You can get before a judge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, she got it that day. We went in and talked to somebody. She got it that day. But like, it took a while for them to yeah, kind of get like because oh, there's a difference between a restraining order and a protective order. Yes. I think she. I'm pretty sure she did the protective order, and then they were going through back and forth because they were trying to do like. Uh, they had supervised. They were you trying to figure the out supervised is, visitation right? and stuff like that. Well, no, is there a certain amount I'll tell of you, distance? No, no, I'll tell you S- straight up. This is the difference between ba- this is basically the difference between a protective order and a restraining order because the both go over different things like where they can't go when so and so is present. Because like, like I had a situation where um, my ex, I had a protective order against him drop offs and pickups for custody were at an arranged location in the court had. document yes. right that's what she was and that's what they were and then out. he goes and signs the kids up for soccer and volunteers to be the coach now i don't have a problem with the kids being in soccer and if things are on my weekend i'll take them i just need to know about them but you don't want but that. how are you going to be the coach and then try and go to the judge and say that i violate the protective order when i show up on my weekends to bring her to the soccer games and i want to stay and watch and how is because he, it's my weekend well, and how he, wouldn't he be in breach if he was a coach and it wasn't his time to supposed to have her and well, then, because then, then he he's was, coaching the games exactly it's a breach too on his end exactly and that's exactly and the judge Anyways. straight up looked at him and goes she has the protective order she can walk yeah. up to you and say whatever she wants and as long as you don't respond you're not in violation yeah, I know my friend but, specifically but could only email though. I, I, like I knew there was you're able stuff to like do that. like, like she my could only email him and he could only email her. That's communication. What she she mine was very want. specific. Yeah. Specific. You could email me or text me. Yeah. You were only allowed to call me if it was a nine one one situation about the kids. But your text and your emails had to pertain about the kids, or else it was yeah. in violation. So what's the if difference you said that? something? Um, so basically a restraining order and a protective order are the same thing, except for if you have a restraining order and the person violates it, you actually have to file with the courts to get back in court and show them that they violated it for something oh, to happen but a with a protective order. If you can prove that the protective order or was you violated, call like and they you call 911 and, and you can, and they can, 
they yeah. say, yeah, it was vi- clearly violated, they can go and actually pick them up and arrest them. They are to be arrested. For violating the protective order. That's yeah. basically the difference. I'm pretty sure he was never caught until one time, but there were several instances. Or I think at the beginning it was he would he, he had not supervised right, even though he was a fucking psycho anyways. Because all I remember is there was times when he would come to pick up his kid, so it was a little boy, as a baby. And, you know, he'd be in his car seat. And, like, her daughter would have been, like, I think they're, like, five or six years apart or something. And she would be in there, like, standing at the door, too. And then he would have his dick out as he, like, picked up his kid. So I know that's how it started. And then she went and got a protective order. But the And that was easy. I swear to God. But what sucked was, like, he would do this random shit. He'd climb up on our balcony. I know she called the cops a couple times. He didn't get in trouble. For, like, he wasn't there. I they really, didn't truly catch him. I, like, it, was, it was a little bit nuts that she, again, with, like, your cancer. We're almost done. But you're fine. the shit that you have to go through to make sure like yours is to save your life but like then i think about these victims where i'm like the daily life that they had to live through because they chose that they wanted to love this person and had a kid with them it's not their fault and this guy is (laughs) fucking psycho i do know it took a little bit of time for them to officially like he had to violate he had to not show up for pickup times like so many times in a row before they finally canceled it but i was like that's also sucks. It should be that first time they don't show up for their supertized visitation and there's no nothing that should cancel it, you know, but I do know it took her a little bit of time, but she eventually got away from all of it and, and One he moved on. Ones. Yeah. Because she also will never ask for child support ever. Right. She just wants nothing ever to do with that man. And that also makes me sad. Cause I'm like, he should be paying money for a fucking child that he helped bring into this world. Stupid fucking fucker. Do you want to know what's crazy about that though? But the ten years. Well, see, later, that's the, that's where the abuse is still happening. Absolutely, is the reason she's not going for child support no. is because she, she knows if she does, she doesn't want him to have the ability yeah. to be like, well, I want to. I wouldn't kid. doubt that he wouldn't have tried to fucking molest and do something to her daughter. There's no, there's no way. Listen, if he was living in that house, that's what that's, that's what we're exactly. gonna end this with. I have a firm belief. Yeah. That. The statistics and rates of child abuse would go down yes. if those of us who like, like I swear to God, like I know somebody who's sitting in jail right now. And if I could get my husband in jail to sit right next to that man to beat the fuck out of this man, yeah. I would do it. And then I would bail my husband out and I would deal with the consequences. Remember, I bought, like, I bought like some- let's not give consequences to people who are um, being the voice of those oh my god can we end this with a song is that legal i'm sure this person won't care i don't is know like a thing works you should probably just tag it or tell them they can look it up okay see if we can post there's a song it. i i'm gonna play the first line of the song it's called avenge you by duran the rapper we'll say goodbye now i'll play the song it's the best opening liner of the song you're gonna get 12 seconds of the song and then we're gonna end it okay um but so yes we love you all and yes this was a very ranty hot mess but i think we did pretty good but but we're gonna end this really well i know so until next time bye Straight up, if you a grown person and you fuck with kids, you deserve to die. To me, that shit is just common sense. It should never have to be verbalized. You got mental- right there. If you fuck with kids, you deserve to die. Yep. Fuck off. Have a good one. <laughs> bye. bye. I love that.